Well, hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Potting This Together, the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Brandon. I'm Lori. And I'm Ryan. Again, yay. Yay. You're watching a decom this time for the first time. Yeah, this is the first time of actually, it's actually like an actual decom. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, no, I don't think the good fine. one to jump in on. <laughs> Hey guys, put down your drum set and pick up about six new pointless plot lines, because today we're watching Going to the Mat. Jace Newfield has a problem. Besides being blind and being the new kid at school, problem is that the kid, that's phrased awkwardly, problem (laughs) is the kids at his new school thinks he's a, what the frick, who wrote this? (laughs) Jace has to find a way to be accepted into his new school. Joining the wrestling team just might work. Oh my god, that was the hardest thing to read. That was a jumbled mess. So this movie, it starts out with, um, we have another Lawrence. There's many of them, or just three, but I think this is like our fourth Lawrence Brother movie, and I think it's the final. Sammy's not here, and she's our Disney historian, so we'll just assume that I'm right. This is the first Lawrence Brother flick I've seen, so. Gosh, you guys have not been here for the struggle of DCOMs and the Lawrence Brothers. Good on you. They're not good. We've done less than 50, and I think there's been four Lawrence Brother movies. I don't feel like doing percentages. It's like, what, 8% That's or like 8%, something? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> That's exactly 8%. Yeah. That's very yes. good. So, Thank you. This movie opens up, and we get Andy Lawrence rocking on a drum set. In a church basement, maybe? It looks like a church basement. Or, something, or is that supposed to be his, like, Tony New York City school? They have, like, this enormous church organ. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it looked like it was him, like, drumming at youth group. And then later, he's baseballing with his friends, and one of them's like, good luck getting kosher hot dogs when you move. So I'm like, is that kosher because kosher is a big deal in New York? Or it, like, signifies, I know it's, like, better hot dogs because they're beef, but, like, I'm like, is he That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, what is this movie about? This movie has so many themes happening. I like. I thought the same thing, like, oh, he's blind and he's Jewish. Is he going to struggle with both at the same time? I mean, he's pretty apparently good at baseball, even though he's blind, which is... And even though they're throwing baseballs back and forth in a park that has, like, 30,000 people in it, it seems. It was this very crowded crowd scene. So here was here was me being super dumb. It wasn't until... You know, you see them driving like across the country and they get to Utah where they've moved to and they pull up to the new house. And it isn't until they're looking at the house and the dad like moves his head <laughs> to to like, quote unquote, look at the house that I'm like, oh, he's blind. I just thought he would just happen to be wearing these dark shades. It just didn't register at all. So I just have in my notes. I just have in my notes. Ryan just watches things Lori tells him to watch. He doesn't read synopses. Um, <laughs> I, I literally did not know what this movie was about. No, I thought, I, I think that's about the same time I knew he was blind, even though I, this is how little <laughs> I care about the synopsis we, mm-hmm. I read or like us just, we discuss the movies before we watch them all and we discuss them after we've watched them all. But it's still like it happens, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, he's blind!" Even though I had had a conversation in which we established this was the blind mm-hmm. wrestling movie several times, and also during the scene you're talking about, he like makes a joke at his dad, like, "Oh, there's a castle," and blah blah blah. But then it's implied that he's like kind of fishing for his dad to ex- mm-hmm. describe the house to him, and then his dad's like, "Well, have fun," and just fucking right. leaves him there and just like stare in the direction <laughs> of the house he can't see. Yeah, this uh, this movie was really teetering on the blind jokes on what was maybe a little too far and what was appropriate. This felt like the demographic they had to check off that said, what type of child haven't we catered to? And they were like, well, blind kids and spin the wheel, pick a sport wrestling. (laughs) That's exactly. There's like some generation machine. They use like pre Buzzfeed Buzzfeed to like, what kind of movie should you make? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Blind wrestler, write a script. I I feel like that's what they've started to do with these Disney movies. Um, So he's starting at a new school and his mom just drops him off. And this is where I started. There's a pattern in this movie. And I think it's a pattern amongst other Brandon, like you've said, they're kind of like checking off boxes of like, it's it's like diversity for the sake of diversity to be able to be like, we did this thing. 
I feel like, and we'll see this overall throughout the movie, they tried to act that not getting help meant that he was normal like everybody else. And the fact of the matter is he is a normal person, but he has a difference than other people. And you need to acknowledge that difference and like the things that need to be done to help him live comfortably, which there are things that need to be done. Like he would have probably, I, I don't know blind people like in high school situation specifically, but I imagine they'd go to the new school yeah. and maybe get a tour so they could familiarize themselves with the layout or maybe have like a friend to like kind of be their tour guide for the day. They wouldn't just like, the mom literally just drops them yeah. out of the car. I mean, and you like, do see you him make use of a lot of tools that assist him in ways where it's clear that he's doing the same things that everyone else is doing, but like he just has these things that facilitate that like he has a tape recorder and he has like a walking stick and so on and throughout you eventually see people you know adjusting directing him but without making a big deal about it like after they've come around and they stop giving him shit because he's the blind kid um and i did have i did have the thought on at the beginning of that part where he's at the first day of school i did have the thought maybe he got a tour because <laughs> like you know he's using a walking stick and I, I guess i imagine that later on there's a fire drill and like he right nobody there's nobody there to be like maybe we should make sure this person gets out so like until somebody finds him like freaking out somebody eventually does help him but like i've just i've been in situations in school where people needed help and right. we helped them and the it problem was- is is none of the teachers seem to know that they had a new student yeah let alone right. the new student was blind mm-hmm. so he goes into band class and wayne brady for some reason is in this movie he so this kid's a drummer and he starts rocking out on the drum set during some classical like Mozart piece or whatever and Wayne Brady's like who's playing the drums who's doing that it's like you're the band teacher you should have had to have assigned somebody to play the drums on this song how do you not know that you have a student let alone he's blind Mm-hmm. And then Wayne Brady, spoiler alert, not really because that's where we are. Wayne Brady is blind too. You would think somebody would have said maybe the blind teacher should know that he's going to have a blind student. Yeah. Like, that's something, right? That's substantial. Mm-hmm. When he goes to PE class later, the PE teacher's just like, I had no idea you were here. Maybe we can get this very specialized piece of equipment that you need to be able to play basketball. But for right now, like, I don't really have a way for you to join in on this specific sport that we're doing today. I didn't know you were going to be here. And it seems like a small school where they don't just like automatically have some of these things that maybe a larger school in a bigger city would have. So it's the first day of school and uh, right off he meets, well, he meets a few people right away. He meets Mary Beth, who... Turns out to be the daughter of the wrestling coach. Seems pretty friendly right off. She, like, helps him around a little bit. He also meets some of the kids who are on the wrestling team, and they're, like, really dicks to him at first. But um, but he is also a giant asshole. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Right, and that's an important piece here is, like, you know, he is a flawed character in the sense that like just is a dick to people um like i think there's a good message behind his character but the problem is is when you're watching this and everybody in this movie is just awful you just don't want to watch this movie i guess it is something where i feel like there are a few things there are a few things i'd like to talk about you know and and see what you what you all thought if they seemed like cliched tropes or if they seemed like legitimate things like features like things i think you you get in a in a film like this where like for one for one example when the person with a disability is like really sort of feisty you know has kind of a kind of a defensive you know attitude in dealing with people i wonder i feel like i've seen characters in like other movies and tv shows that had that feature to them and i just wonder throughout a bunch of these i'm like well are they doing are they like doing the trope in a clever new way or is it just like cliched and it's just when it yeah yeah so with what you're saying this happens a lot with these kind of movies where these tropes get the spotlight and that's all they focus on and then the message is it doesn't matter if you're this way what matters is this and it shouldn't be a big deal but the movie itself makes it such a big deal it's like what sammy and i've talked about with a lot of the previous like any of the girl power movies they make such a big deal of like exactly oh you're a girl but you're defying these odds oh but you're a girl oh but you're a girl and they just like hammer that over and over again and in this one like it's exactly that it's the you're you're blind but it doesn't matter but like the fact of the matter is those aspects do affect people it does make the struggle different but it's also not like i'll use like uh, i don't know if you guys have seen or read the fault in our stars no but that's about two kids who have cancer and what makes that book so unique and special is that that is not their defining characteristic and i feel like that's where these movies 
are faulted in that like this kid is not a a high school student who wants to try out a sport and do bands. He's a blind high school student and so much of, and that is a big part of who he is, but like that, that doesn't affect who he is as a person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he does take a really long time throughout the movie to stop like insulting Utah to everyone's face, which just, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) you're not helping yourself out here at all. And it was so bad. Like, he moves to this new town. He's like, hey, you're from Utah. You must be a stupid farmer. Do you have cows? Right, Right. yeah. They're like, yeah, Um, I guess I'm a dumb farmer. Wayne Brady at one point. So, like, Brandon, you played drums in school. Yep. Like, how accurate was Wayne Brady's reaction to Lawrence being like, I'm too cool for you guys. I'm going to do a fucking Lisa Simpson solo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... His reaction to it is fine. He's the band teacher and they're in the middle of rehearsal. And it's kind of one of those things. It's kind of like a personality check where you have to say, hey, kid, that was fine. But you're part of a team here. You can't go loose. You're kind of wasting everybody else's time. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it was fine. But at the same time, Wayne Brady in this movie was completely pointless. I actually really liked this. I, I feel like he's pointless, but I feel like the movie that I wanted was somewhere within this like music related relationship. Yeah. And I really thought this was like everything else. I don't think Andy really sold the like disgruntled blind kid that well. Like it seemed like he was like seeing person pretending to be blind. He wasn't horrible, but like, I think these were the parts where it was like authentic acting. And this was like really him showing like how much he was like, I get special treatment. I'm the best at this stuff. I'm great despite this. And I think that was where this like, I think it was sold here better than it was sold in him just being an asshole to everybody for no reason. Right. Well, we get a bunch of shots too. Like he has a really shitty day. There's like a fire drill. He can't get out. He starts just like pounding on a wall that he can't get open. I thought that bit with the fire drill was interesting because we had seen previously that he was able to do things with sort of sound location, yeah. uh, like when he's playing basketball and so on. And then I felt like it was kind of telegraphed at the beginning of the first day of school when he's standing in the hallway and you see for like for several seconds you see like you know everybody walking around him and I got the sense like oh they're they're showing us that he's a little bit sensory overload for him felt like then later they they were calling back to that in the fire drill scene where he like he doesn't know where he is because I'd say that's probably the best scene in this movie I mean, like, fire fire alarm noises are over. Like, I remember those being awful when I was a kid, and I could see the right. flashing lights, and mm-hmm. I was familiar with my school. So after that happens, we get the second. You'll remember that this movie started with him in a basement drumming, and now we get some more emotional drumming, and how they film it is very intense. It's like this montage of collected scenes of, like, him emotionally drumming and then his parents like looking up at the ceiling knowingly and then him drumming emotionally yeah. <laughs> and his parents and it looks like there's sex happening because it's just like shaking yes. it does later too when yeah. they're practicing yeah. dancing in his yeah. room and then, yeah like, later there's we'll get into that but there's a right, girl right, in right. his room and they look up <laughs> and they get like shaking and I'm just like oh come on right, right, come right. on Disney Channel that was that was a gross overlook on Disney I mean, come <laughs> on how do you do a scene where him and a girl like walk up to his room and his mom's like looking at the ceiling with a questionable look like mm, somebody in the editing room knew oh, was having sure. fun <laughs> yeah. uh, we've talked about this before a lot of these movies are so freaking wholesome I feel like that's where these movies all go where it's somebody who's just like oh we're so wholesome making this and not realizing that Double Team is not a proper name for a movie and if <laughs> yeah. a Ceiling is rocking in a teenage boy's room when he has a his girlfriend over. It's probably not him wrestling a teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! The blonde girl, uh, her name is Susan. Married Beth. Susan Beth. Um, (laughs) Susan Beth. Since she's the coach, the wrestling coach's daughter, she's like maybe you should try wrestling. And the coach was actually a really good character throughout this movie. And instead of being like, yes, strange child, please join this sport you know nothing about to him and Zero from Holes, who's his friend who calls him Daredevil. His nickname is Fly. That's there. We missed the part we introduced him. So we got it. Well, um, and Fly, Fly has planted the seed because he told him, like, um, Andrew Lawrence was cool. like, what's the, right, what's, what's the way to get respect around here? And he says, basically, you know, be a jock. And then when Mary Beth suggests wrestling, that's how he... And so they go to the coach, and the coach is like, 
here's some videos you watch them okay you watch him and you tell him what you see <laughs> right and that was like that was cool that they weren't just like he didn't just tell them to sign up that he wanted them to do proper right. thinking about it because it was clear this new kid was having a rough time and he didn't want him to just turn to sports or drugs or both right well my feeling in this scene so like um when he first shows up for the PE class that that coach is teaching um it so maybe I was like already really sympathetic to Andrew Lawrence's character or whatever but it just seemed like um you know the coach when he says like oh you know we don't have the equipment for you to play basketball it it felt like he was being dismissive because he, he was basically saying you know oh go sit on the bleachers and like do your homework or whatever and so I was also like from that first scene, I was like just a little bit primed not to like him, but then, but then throughout the whole rest of the movie, like just increasingly he gets more awesome. <laughs> it's like that was my experience. Yeah. It was like he starts out like he just seemed like a little teeny, not bad, but like a little teeny bit of a jerk, and then just kept getting like more yeah. and more. You and know, I, cool. I think the reason he probably seemed like a jerk in the first scene because it's like I said earlier, the school didn't tell him he was going to have a blind kid. So right, he, right. It was like, I don't know what to do with you. I'm right. sorry, but the school didn't tell me so. Right. And he did say, maybe we'll get the equipment mm-hmm. so that you can join in basketball, which yeah, is right, awesome right. for a teacher to do. That's that's what teachers are supposed to do. Well, at least yeah. how my PE classes worked is like typically we'd be doing sections. So it'd be like this week we're playing basketball and next month we're going to play volleyball. So it was like, is it better for him to have singled out the kid who's clearly really self-conscious and doesn't want to be like, don't help me, I don't want, you know, doesn't want attention drawn to him, is it better to single him out and say, oh, actually, we'll play this other game that's easier to accommodate him? Or is it better to say, do you know what, I don't have the materials for you to participate with us right now, just read or do homework, which also, like, I guess he came prepared with Braille books or something, or maybe the school had those, at least. Right, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, but at any rate, he's like, you do have the materials to do other work, we'll figure this out later, you showed up today unbeknownst to me i would need to accommodate so i think he handled that situation about i don't know what else he could have done in that situation right, that right, right, better. Right. yeah exactly other than making him run laps or something but yeah i mean he makes up for it because he gives him these wrestling videos and he yeah. encourages him to you know to get into it so mm-hmm. yeah like he doesn't tell him he can't wrestle he just is like well see how you know go practice this and this and like see how you do go wrestle a teddy bear with my daughter on that note, it's cool that the coach also didn't do the whole, like, if you hurt my daughter, I'll hurt you. Right, right. Yeah. Which was refreshing, because that sucks. <laughs> they get weighed in. Um, they wrestle. Uh, the They say Andrew, Andrew Lawrence. <laughs> God. Andrea Lawrence. Yep, go ahead. Go on. He weighs 145 pounds. I'm calling bullshit. I weigh about 143. He is at least a foot taller than me and, like, triple my muscle mass. That's, that's not, <sighs> that's fake news. Yeah. Well, my nephew wrestles and he's as tall as I am. And he's How tall is that? Got like six foot. Okay. Like the kid's freaking tall. And he definitely has more muscle than I do. And I asked him how much like what weight class he wrestled in, and he was like 113. And I'm like, You're kidding me. No. He weighs like 113. That's fake news also. Can they cheat on those? No. I feel like that's not accurate. One thirteen. Maybe he's not as tall as I think he is. Maybe he's like a little bit shorter. Than I mean, just based on my BMI, like I'm five four, and like one thirteen would be unhealthily. Yeah. Like I would be gaunt looking. I think, obviously, none of us really know wrestling that well. I am a wrestling <laughs> master. Go on. But I think the weight, the way they condition for wrestling, makes their weight seem like lower than they actually are i don't know i do know that there was a bit of a touch on one boy in this movie trying to lose weight and they showed him literally having an eating disorder and made it yeah, out to be very I, normal which was very troubling oh yeah do we want to go scary. with how awful wrestling was I, I know they've changed the rules to today's I, I i feel like now they're not allowed to change weight classes very quickly now they're yeah yeah but, well, and that scene weirded me out because, like, the coach is just, like, like he's just changing their positions in baseball or football. He's just, like, mm-hmm. I'm putting you in this weight class. And he did, he, so, like, basically ordering him to, like, 
modify the the entire like shape and bulk pounds. of his body. Right. Yeah. It and was like, like not a little bit. Yeah. That's how it, it used was. To be. My brother was in wrestling in high school, and he would have to lose like eight pounds in a week because he had to switch weight classes, and it was horrifying. Like he would, yeah. he would literally starve himself and just lose all of his muscle mass and all of his fat. And he was like white as a ghost. It was terrifying. Oh, that is scary. Yeah, because I don't know if this is like legitimate information, but like advice that I've read, like if people are trying to lose weight or gain weight is like aim for like one pound a week, like at like at most. Yeah, two is um, like extreme. Yeah. So extreme, I was like just healthy. Right. And he had to lose the, the one character has to lose like six pounds or whatever it is in like two days and I was like that's yeah. insane at that point you're just like massively dehydrating yourself like massively. Right, right right exactly like some sometimes on weigh-in days you would have to lose like a half a pound and so people would like I don't they would like sweat it out I'm I'm sure that they were like throwing up and oh god yeah it's, it's a horrifying sport to be honest but I mean I guess nowadays it's better apparently uh, I mean like they can put but, as many safe cards it's like saying that football now is safer than football used to be like that's true but safer isn't safe right yeah Yeah, that montage of that kid trying to lose weight where he's just like excessively working out was so troubling it really did look like in a tv movie about somebody who has an eating disorder yeah that's what you would see like that's exactly what they would show you Um, and he doesn't get punished for it really like i think he pops out his elbow or whatever like another time but like i was i was wondering i mean like it would be too dark for a decom but i was anticipating at this and this movie's from like 2004 so it's not in the early it's not in the 90s even it's in our recent Mm -hmm. past that like maybe there he would be too weak and lose or something that it would show that there was a negative repercussion to him starving himself and overworking out but there wasn't he got to his weight yeah i was gonna say don't you dare suggest that they add another storyline to this movie. (laughs) i i I, nothing else i'm arguing that they could take out that storyline they could take out that character i was gonna say though so like the coach tells andrew jace is his name right i've just been saying andrew lawrence um that's what we do Jace has to like gain 10 pounds. So we get the weight loss montage, but we don't see him like scarfing down all the bananas and shakes and, you know, whatever, I, whatever you do. I don't know. <laughs> I like that that's... your gain weight food is bananas. It's... Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, I don't know how bodies body. I don't know. I don't know these things. Let's play spot the vegan. <laughs> Somebody gets hurt and gets kicked out of the club. And so Chase like you were saying, has to gain all of his weight right, to take his to place. Take his place. Yeah, so, yeah. I wish somebody would tell me, Brandon, you need to gain 10 pounds. I'd be like, <laughs> do that. I think 10 pounds in a week would be yeah. laughable to you. You could go 20. Aim high, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I wouldn't hate that challenge. There's a montage of Jason Fly. Fly again is the friend that we forgot to tell you about, but he's actually played by Zero from Holes, and he's very cute and probably the second best part of this movie aside from Wayne Brady. Oh, Wayne Brady's back. Um, And so they have this whole discussion. Now, this is the part where I'm going to tell you what I wish this movie would have been. So Wayne Brady is sitting on bleachers for some reason. Jace decides to meet him there because that's where you have music meetings, I guess, in this universe. Thank you. I was going to ask you about that. (laughs) (laughs) And so he... They do things different in Utah. Uh, No, sorry. Go Bleachers. (laughs) <laughs> Any so they have this whole discussion where basically Jay says that he's very passionate about music, but he's like, it's such a cliche that blind people like music. We have Ray Charles, we have Stevie Wonder. He mentioned somebody else who I can't remember. So this the movie that I want take out all the wrestling. You don't need it. We have this movie in which this blind man boy teen this blind teen has to go to a new a new much smaller city after living in new york city he meets this music teacher who's also blind but doing something that he enjoys successfully and he has this internal problem where he's like i don't want to live up to this cliche even though i'm really passionate about this and it's about him facing that and being like do you know what it's fine i don't need to try to fight this it's not a bad stigma i enjoy this thing so i'm going to do it and get good at it and learn to be part of a team in the process because, like, we can keep the part where he plays a drum solo. Done. <laughs> I'm going to completely disagree with you and oh, say come- I do not want that movie. That This whole storyline, I hate it in this movie. I hated it in this movie. I think as its own movie, like, apparently Disney Channel was like, we need fucking Wayne Brady 
And Wayne Brady's like, I can only be in a movie if I can do improv or play music. And they're like, well, you can't do improv. That's weird. And or ask somebody what they have in their pockets. Is that that's a thing? What, that's let's make a deal, right? Like, oh, I haven't oh. watched that show. Is that something Wayne Brady is known for? <laughs> Every that's time like, a fan meets him, they have to empty their pockets. That's what he's been up to, right? But so do, you don't think like if we got rid of the wrestling and just had like a music, a drummer movie, that wouldn't have been enough for you, Brandon? You... I think Ask Me in a Week. Okay. This movie's too fresh. But basically I'm saying get rid of half the movie because there's 13 plot lines and why is Wayne Brady in this movie? I love Wayne Brady. I want Wayne Brady to be in anything he wants to be in, but like, why is he in this? I know you don't feel the same about Wayne Brady. I can tell it in your face. I feel like you've told me this before. I don't I know why that was relevant. On whose line? Everything okay. out of whose line? I'm like, you're just trying too hard. I mean, he was like my favorite person on whose line. I loved him. But then once he left there, I was like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Another thing is we have seen way too many Disney Channel original movies about musicians and bands no we haven't we just watched pixel perfect we just watched the cheetah girl sisters yeah but we've seen even more about sports or sports adjacent car driving okay give me another look at the <laughs> irish then no because that's basketball i don't know what to do i don't know have the answers but the answer is not mushing them together no it's not mushing them together it's just doing the music part we don't need no, them both i'm speaking directly to this movie i okay I feel like we're both angry at this, what this movie did to us, and we're taking it out on each other, and yeah. I'm sorry. It's good. I'm mad at this movie, not at you. I'm mad at this movie, not at you. This is weird, because when I finished watching the movie, I thought, like, I was kind of like, you know, eh, middle of the road, leaning, like, slightly <laughs> better than, slightly better than middle of the road. And so, I, no, to my surprise, I like this movie way more than you guys do. We've all um, been there. You're, this is your first decom. This is our... All right. Oh, shit. I think this might be our 50th. Uh-oh. Oh. Celebrate. You, we've all been in your shoes. Brandon, at one point, was in your shoes. He's like, <laughs> I don't get it, guys. I was pretty good. I get it. I get it. <laughs> if I were you today, I'd be like, this movie was pretty good. But after watching so many sports and music movies... So it did have a, it did have a zillion plot lines at the cost, I think, of a lot None of, of which we're discussing. <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the plot thing. Whatever, whatever. But, like, they sacrificed a lot of time that they could have spent flushing out characters. Like, I, many of the characters I didn't feel like I got to know. But I at least... One thing that I appreciated here was the way that, like, over time... And maybe I'm, like, talking it up more than it deserves. But, like, over time, the way that his teammates... And the way that he and his teammates, like, come to be friends and, like, respect each other. I thought that was kind of nice. Now Lori's going to shit on that. Yes, I am. <laughs> I because kind of at agree. The, at the end, they go into the... Uh, so actually, this is the part we're at in the plot right now. A reporter shows up at one point after a bunch of <clears throat> beatboxing and wrestling, because right. sure. Um, a reporter shows up in the fucking locker room. There is a grown-ass man reporter <laughs> in this locker room where there's going to be naked boys in like 30 seconds. Seems inappropriate, <laughs> but I don't know how sports work. Um, so the reporter there... Uh, he's like, this is a great story. I want to talk to the blind wrestler, blah, blah, blah. And then, spoiler for the end of the movie, this reporter just comes back, and I think he's in the locker room again, because apparently he just... I, what if he's not a reporter, and he's just hanging out there? Oh, no, I've been caught. I'm a reporter. I have a question. Mm -hmm. What if he's blind, right? Um, <laughs> it's like a rambling fever dream. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but at the at the end, like when Reporter Man is not creepily back in the locker room, he asks all the teammates, like, "Hey, how does it feel wrestling with this guy?" And they're like, "Oh, is he blind? We didn't no. even notice." And that's we will touch on that at the end because it's going to be a. Th it's I gotta oh, go off on I'm it. All worked up. I'm all, but I just wanted to tell Ryan he was wrong, and this is my counterpoint. No, so we'll talk about it later. It's no, Ryan said the teammates come together nicely. With yeah, and I think it's Jay's. bullshit, and it's true. I mean, it's. It's true. It's fine. They 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 did a good job with that part, I feel like. Because honestly, I feel like the kids in the school were actually good kids. And this New Yorker was a douche. Yeah. But like when they come together, it's like, oh, we didn't even notice he was blind. And that's like me. Like, 
that's like you becoming friends with me and being like, I didn't even notice she was a woman or I didn't notice he was black. I don't see color. That's horseshit. Like, that's not real. That's pretending right. like something doesn't exist. But they were just playing with the reporter, right? It was yeah. like... But like, the, if, if that were like on its own, I would agree with you. But so much of this movie was about him pretending not to be blind kind of uh, no i read that totally as like they were they had all gotten on the same page as far as like he didn't jace didn't want to be like the object of a weird kind of vaguely pitying condescending human interest story in the paper yeah. and like they the team had just all gotten on the same page and so they were like they were fucking with the reporter i would agree with that if it were stand if it were standalone but like a lot of this movie was instead of saying like hey i've done this thing and it's okay to ask for help and it doesn't make you weak. It was a lot of him just like pretending not to have this difference and pretending like help wouldn't help him because he's above it. At the end, it was his team saying like, he's just the same as all of us, which right. is, is, is so these movies end up being kind of like the, I don't see race. I don't see gender, mm. which is horseshit because race, gender, disabilities okay. exist. And when it's, you put it that way, like I can definitely see the point. Like you don't want to, you don't want to erase the difference that you're yeah. focusing on. We're, we're all cool because of our differences, not despite them. Mm -hmm. Fuck Disney <laughs> <laughs> for making this entire movie about a blind kid and then making us mad at a reporter who's trying to do a story on a blind kid. Disney, you just you just played yourself. <laughs> you just made a movie about this. And then told us how horrible it was to make a story about this. That's my piece. I was going to say it at the end. Made me so mad. And that's why the that's why the kids with the reporter just like if that were on its own, that would be well, great. But right. But then on on the other hand, I mean, the movie does show him being a douche, right? Whereas mm -hmm. this paper article was going to be like, oh, this angelic, you know, yeah, um, kid, whatever, whatever. Jumping ahead just a teensy bit, like right before the last. It's not like we're talking about the plot anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right before. Right before the last match that Jace uh, is in in the movie, like the reporter's there and he's like, you know writing in his notebook and and um the the announcer guy is like is like such and such school's blind sensation and so you know there i felt like it was you know flashing back to like oh this is why like he doesn't like that this yeah. reporter guy you know please sir call me by my name i am asshole new yorker <laughs> first and foremost please don't write about me being blind write about how much of a shithead i am Thank yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show some respect. So I'm going to give a quick summary, much like we did for Fly. Let's just like shoot through some of this on us. There's, there's, two, there's two separate wrestler boys. I could not. I thought they were the same person. They're not. There's one who's angry and one who's slightly less angry. One mm -hmm. of them gets a bone popped out. And I just, let's pretend they're not in this movie because it's not really, I mean, it ends up being like the big thing, but let's just say they're jerks and then they're not. And one of them is extra mean. So a big chunk of this movie, like Lori was just kind of trying to say, <laughs> was that the wrestlers sometimes get kicked off the team for being mean, sometimes get hurt, the weight classes switch around. But overall, Jace is starting to do very well wrestling as a blind kid. And he makes it pretty far. He makes it to state, I believe, as a state wrestler, who knows? And he has to wrestle like the big bad and boss named T Rex, and he wrestles T Rex Turner. God. <laughs> wouldn't being a T Rex be not good for wrestling because you wouldn't be able to reach them as well? That's a horrible nickname. I think it applies like bad at your job. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. The nickname just bothered me a lot. Oh, let's do another plot chunk. Okay. Somewhere in the middle there, his little friend Fly is mad because he's not as good at wrestling um it's really not clear why he's mad it's not quite well, think, why he's here I, well i think he well the way i was reading it was that like um they were both like uncool kids and so like he had a friend in jace but then he got jace got really popular as the successful wrestler and then like didn't need him anymore he felt left behind oh, yeah like. but then jace takes it back and he's like hey we're still we're still friends i'd rather hang out with you so that gets resolved pretty quick yeah. Well, and he teaches him the stuff that Mary Beth taught him. Oh, let's talk um, about that part. Good segue. Yeah. I was going to say. Thanks. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, so Mary Beth, the coach's daughter, offers to teach Jace how to dance, which is going to teach him. Because like. How to since, fuck. 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) The doctor dances indeed. Um, Because, you know, because she has a wrestling coach for a dad and like these two older brothers who wrestle, like she is like secretly an expert. So like she tells him like, look, your balance is off. I'm going to teach you how to dance and that's going to teach you balance. And then you're going to be a good wrestler. And that's the scene where they're practicing dancing in his bedroom and we're seeing the ceiling uh, knocking the parents it's important to note that since this is a Disney movie, it like in typical movies, it'd be like the scene where there's golfing or baseball or something and the man gets to stand seductively behind the helpless woman and mm-hmm. like hold her hands to show her how to swing a fucking baseball. Now you don't swing a baseball, a bat, but then that <laughs> helps the whole like helpless woman thing. But anyway, since this is a Disney movie, they can't just show him like all up on Mary Sue. And so she plays a giant <laughs> teddy bear. So then he's just like awkwardly wrestling the teddy bear to learn how to. And that's not how people work. It's not even like weighted properly. Right. Like that's not helping you at all. Because later on, he does that exact same choreography on a human as if like this was a legitimate teaching method. Right, right. Like weird, cheap teddy bear. Anyway, but yeah, they couldn't show him like on her, I suppose. Right. But anyway, he teaches Fly later the same stuff, and that makes him a good wrestler, too. So, Do you think he, like, teaches him? <laughs> <laughs> or does he also bring a teddy bear? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. I didn't until this moment. I'm blushing. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so there's the weird bulimic scene. Not bulimic. Uh, eating disorder, mm. overworking out, anorexia scene that's totally normalized. Um there's uh oh we also missed a point where jason was like uh he's asking for advice for some odd thing and she's like and mary beth is like you can do whatever you want and then he uses as an opportunity to kiss her and i'm gonna say oh. saying you can do whatever you want in the broad sense is not permission for kiss me now please it's that was anything. really weird like that was legitimately not cool sammy would like to say something about fuckboy culture here yeah that was fucked up yeah. saying like hey what do you want to eat you're like i don't know i don't care what we do or like what you know like if you're hanging out or something isn't like oh cool i'm gonna i'm gonna smooch you now right. that's not it's, yeah. it's it's not it's not there that's not right that was super me. super super weird yeah because it's played off like she ends up enjoying it so it's mm, fine right. but like that doesn't make what happened okay and that's exactly right and and the movie's yeah. basically saying oh haha cute as yeah, long as she likes it that's how they had it the first kiss like, yeah, it wasn't even like in some of those sweet comedies when they're yeah. when they're like about to kiss, obviously, and they're like like the body the body language, yeah. right? And right, she's right. and they're like, if you know, if you want, you can kiss me. It's yeah. like it wasn't even like that. It, they right. were just sitting there, and she was like, I think you can do whatever you want, and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh. Uh, they study together, whatever. Um, the coach sees Jace try to kiss Mary Beth. It's weird. Like, typically, even as a female, if I were around, uh, like, my boyfriend's parents, I would try not, I wouldn't smooch. Maybe hand-holding, but, like, and Smooch. I like when you say smooch. (laughs) (laughs) It's romantical. It reminds Um, me of Hobbes from Calvin and Hobbes, Uh, but go on. (laughs) um, So, like, and even more, this movie is is pretty entrenched in, like, typical stereotypes and stuff and not Mm -hmm. trying to be cover it so like it's it's surprising to me that the dad didn't react and it's even more surprising to me that wait, okay this is bad did jace know the dad was there no no okay. that was it right yeah like he's okay. in the truck okay um, right I doesn't have a shotgun in his hand but he's in like a pickup truck like yeah. observing and like right before he's about to kiss her uh she like points out she says like hi dad (laughs) which it gets called back to right because so this sets up that the coach knows they're a thing and then later when jace like uh gets his shoulder dislocated or whatever um Mm -hmm. and he's he's like coach you gotta you gotta like pull my arm and he's like you know it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt and then he's like hey Mary Beth and Jace like kind of looks up and then he goes you know yanks his arm it's so cute right (laughs) the coach was really good in this movie like the coach and Jace together I don't know that that was fine I just really kept expecting it to go into the like I'm a wrestling coach I know how to hurt people sort of thing and that never happened he never threatened this teenage boy for being with his daughter I really liked that character like he was just fair he was cool like um, but I wanted to note um, in that 
part of of the movie um mary beth has this like really incredible sweater it's like this incredibly yeah. fuzzy like giant pastel stripey with an enormous collar like like a, a turtleneck but like huge in like the neck is like this cardassian you know shell around her neck it was is cardassian a word they're uh, an alien on star trek that okay. have like super i thought oh crazy necks i was I thinking kardashian i'm like that's a very specific stylistic reference but yours is uh, even yeah. more specific than what i was thinking yeah. so this sweater i wrote this sweater in my notes too i was like oh my god her sweater's <laughs> awesome i was like right. i'm considering giving this movie an extra point because <laughs> the sweater was so they keep dic- like everybody just keeps dislocating their shoulders throughout this entire movie like a bunch breaking their collarbones or the call okay the collarbone thing like things keep happening yeah the call okay the like the arm falling out thing like i feel like that happens and i feel like they get popped back in with like moderate to Mm -hmm. low consequence Mm -hmm. but the collarbone is a significant bone to break there's no way you're going to be out for like Sammy broke her elbow, which is like a smaller thing than a, like a collarbone is just one giant. Right, bone. Like right. you're going to be out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breathing <sighs> is going to be painful, I imagine. Like, yeah, that's a serious. This is a movie. They could have picked anything. They could have been like, he broke his wrist or something. Right, like, why? Why right. would you pick mm. one where people could be like, well, that's fake? Jace hears himself described as the blind sensation, uh, right. and the reporter is like writing while people are wrestling he's i don't think he's a reporter we never see his credentials i just think <laughs> he enjoys spending time with teenage wrestlers which is another problematic part of this movie um so fly wins in his weight class um oh, one interesting thing like be, i guess because they were in relatively small schools like everyone had their like distinct nemesis in like because it was the same kid that fly is wrestling like at every match it looks like um anyway so fly wins um the guy oh and this was part of the nice like um you know bonding with his teammates because like one of the kids who's like you know they've been they've both been dicks to each other right um he's having trouble in spanish and he needs to get his grade up or he'll get kicked out of wrestling so jace helps him like with his spanish and the other kid helps jace with like you know, weight training or whatever it is. And I don't know. It was just sweet. It was nice. Um, that was a good scene. That was a good montage of them helping each other. Yeah, but he like, but he loses his last match. Um, and then weirdly to just jump to the end or or almost the end. It's not um, like we've, yeah. Right. Jace like loses. I, I did not understand. He like loses the match, but somehow also wins the whole thing overall for the team at the same time participation trophies he's a millennial i don't know i don't know that's what i was gonna ask so he loses because he doesn't get the pin even though it looks like he's about to get the pin in the last second so jace loses his match but he won for his team because he got enough points i so we don't really know it's kind of like they copped out on giving us an answer but it's a happy ending. That's the thing. Uh, the team won, even if Jace in that last match didn't. And The next thing that happens is yes. he asks Mary Beth to dance. And here's something that I thought of. Wouldn't it be very funny if he asked her to dance? I can't and do he it. he was like, didn't you know dance was code for wrestling? And then he body slams her. The end. Was- <laughs> right. No, no, no. It's like they, they're, they're about to start to dance. And he's like, well, what dance? And she's like, do whatever dance you want. And then he just... like surprise you taught me me how to be this way i'm a poorly socialized (laughs) male (laughs) yeah oh okay okay we did it we did it Oh, and his mom, his mom was the dead lady. Oh, God, we didn't talk about the parents at all. Yeah. I thought you were going to give us a significant, like, plot point that happened, but thank you for that trivia fact about the woman we discussed 0% throughout this entire podcast. I I aim to please. (laughs) Okay, so what did we learn? 
I mean, there's something in there about not trying to hide your insecurities or cover them up, but also you don't have to like exploit your insecurities if you don't feel comfortable doing it. Be nice to people. Be nice to people. And that's all you have to worry about. Everything else will fall into place. I could be sarcastic and say I learned that like we're all the same and nobody's different. (laughs) And that's what makes us special. That's horseshit. Everybody's different and we're all great and cool because we're all different. I learned that you should ask for help if you need it. And that doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you like lesser. It means that you're accepting that you have a limitation and that's fine. Well, I was just going to say, I learned that we could all use a little help from our friends. I'll put in the lean on me song there if I'm not lazy. (laughs) That was probably the best lesson learned I've ever had. (laughs) Not tooting your own horn. (laughs) Do you want to read a review? This one is was from 2013, so they watched it pretty recently. To start off, I want to say that this movie had a good message. Then she talks about how he had to learn to treat people with respect. But that said, as I kept watching, I found out that I could just couldn't get myself to like him. He was such an obnoxious character that I couldn't help but feel guiltily satisfied whenever someone told him off for being a jerk. On top of that, I happened to be from Utah and found the movie's portrayal of the state to be a little bit dot 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 rude. Believe it or not, most people around here don't think it's really funny to bully a blind kid about being blind, although they might begin to feel annoyed about how someone, blind or not, repeatedly insinuating that they're a bunch of hicks. Anyway, I can see why a lot of people might enjoy this movie, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. And that is the tea. Whoa. (laughs) Dang. One question I had. So according to the Wikipedia page, um, this movie was released on VHS uh, but not on DVD. And I wonder, like, I know nowadays for some movies, they'll in, there will be an audio track included that, like, describes, that has just descriptions of what's on the screen for blind people. Um, I imagine with VHS didn't have that. So Disney didn't go through the effort to make this movie accessible to the demographic that they're trying right. to. Yeah, exactly. Um, Shocking. I just, I really dislike this um i've said a bunch of the like everybody's the same like shoehorned diversity for the sake of like pat your like i feel like this is something that everybody watches and the the intent is to like be like i feel good i watched a movie about a blind kid versus actually learning about the experience like it seems like this one's for people who are uncomfortable with blindness to like feel a little bit better about themselves because blind kids aren't all that different after all yeah yeah i could see that I don't know. I feel like the big thing would be to make the character more well-rounded. Like, he didn't really exist out of his blindness. Like, everything was either a reaction to or because of his blindness to an extent. This movie, I'm going to say it again, what I said earlier. Fuck Disney. That's where I'm going, because it this describes how these movies are perfectly. When they created this entire story about a blind kid for people to enjoy and then they tell us at the end how bad it is to create a story just because of somebody's demographic and that is baseline that is a staple of what these movies are and it makes me so mad that they call themselves out in a movie about that i still feel though like you can at least make a case that the the newspaper article was the the difference was that it was the more like condescend sort of condescending yeah and he was but literally the yeah. rest of the movie Maybe. in addition to that Maybe. like that's not isolated like the whole movie was kind of and that was just kind of the final nail in the coffin so to speak yeah no i get what you're saying and that's that's fine i get that the they were supp- they were making the newspaper look bad whereas disney writers that wrote this movie aren't supposed to be bad people i get that that's fine but it was just funny how they like called themselves out and our perspective is also very different because it's literally like every movie with any girl ever is like, you, you're you a race car driver, but you're also a girl and that makes it hard, but you're going to win anyway because you're right. a girl and girl power and just stuff like that over and over and over again where you are, you're in a wheelchair, but you're going to be able to do this sport even though you're in a wheelchair, wheelchair, wheelchair. It's just like, <laughs> hey, we fucking get it. Like they exist outside of their yeah. this or that. And the- I think we've said it before where Disney like, not just Disney, but like media plants these ideas into your head of what it's yeah. supposed to be like, but then it really isn't. So you right. kind of, you kind of create these ideas mm-hmm. in your, when you're a kid based around what you, everybody thinks they're supposed to be, even though they aren't. And yeah. then it makes it happen with when they project negative stereotypes and things like that. So it's a thing. It's really, that's a deep dive though. We've watched a lot of these and it's just like the target audience for this. It's like, 
sure, kids should have other role models and other places to learn these lessons from. But let's be honest, like I learned most stuff from TV. That's not ideal, but it's reality sometimes. Is there another bit that we do at the end? Or is it we're just going to like end? Oh, there's a thing. I was like, are we just going to end on this like somber <laughs> lesson about children's media? <laughs> what do we rate this movie? Three. Like, there were 17 different plots. They didn't wrap any of them up. It seemed like they put Wayne Brady in there just to have, like, a blind black guy because he's a musician, which they, like, touch up on that stereotype and then don't really end that storyline. Like, does he just quit playing music completely? His friends aren't really relevant. He has, like, the two white boy jocks that, like, I could not tell apart. Like, I don't (laughs) know what this movie is about aside from the blind kid. Oh, a blind kid learns a lesson. Done. Like, Yeah. So as much as I crapped on this movie... And there were a few things that kind of like made me upset. I'm going to give it a five out of 10 because there were a lot of storylines that could have been tossed, but the overall message was fine. And I feel like I'm not going to dock it just because I'm tired of seeing the same, you know, type of formula from Disney. Like Ryan said earlier, the relationships in the movie grew pretty well, you know, organically enough. So I'm going to give it a five out of 10. I will give it a six out of 10. I feel like that's fine. Want to expand on it? <laughs> I think I've already I've already said like I just I felt like like yeah um, a lot of it felt really rushed and kind of underdeveloped, undercooked. But like um, yeah, I just liked the way that the character like the way that the characters went from not getting along to getting along felt kind of natural. And Jace was too much of a dick for too long. Like, that's a major flaw in it. Like, I get, like, they wanted to show him, uh, you know, being, like, a somewhat flawed character so that he isn't just this, like, saintly disabled person. Yeah, I feel like that. that's that's what I'm going to give it. We wrestled this movie. Where can you find more wrestling stuff? WWE.com. <laughs> if you could wrestle any website, what what website would... Oh, we'll wrestle people who don't... I got it. Yep. What are you going to do if they don't like us? I'm going to wrestle them and I'm going to score points in some indistinct way, probably by pinning people down. And that means I win them. And since I win them, I'll make them do my bidding, which will be, I need to pull up the script also. Oh no. Where is it? Oh God. Oh God. I think oh God. it's God. So you better find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether.com. I'm Randy Savage. <laughs> or find us am i doing a mean voice too <clears throat> or find us on twitter at pod and together or on instagram either at pod and this together or pod and this together i did or did i say the same thing twice or pod together i'm not sure what is what happening happened? that's how we do our exits now it's really good. <laughs> ryan thank you for joining us see i remember to say goodbye to our oh. guest Thank you, guest. I was happy to be here. It was fun. This is the first time I've got to like meet you. Yeah. Now hug. No. (laughs) 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 You said I could do whatever I want. What? (laughs) Do whatever you want. I feel like Brandon just ascended to a different universe. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay, I have to go because I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm Lori. Uh, Oh, dang it. I always try to say Uh, something like that in the the meeting, but there's like three other buttons I have to hit and it really kills the...